Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias with Sam Hargraves. Oh yes, welcome to another week of Without Bias, Australia's only dedicated lawn bowl show on commercial radio. Sam Hargraves here and we've got a fantastic show lined up for you. We are going to be speaking to both champions of the 2019 Australian Indoor Championships. A little later on, we'll catch up with Jen Delves, who won her maiden indoor championship uh, at Tweed Heads last week. So looking forward to catching up with Jen. But we'll kick off the show tonight with the men's champion, Robert Briglia won his maiden 2019 Australian Indoor Championships and he had to beat some of the biggest names in the sport to do it. He's been good enough to join us, the man from the Middle Park Bowls Club, 26 years of age. G'day, Rob. Hi there, Sam. How you doing? I'm really well. Congratulations, first and foremost. Are you are you still pinching yourself? Oh, pinching myself too hard. I think I've got a few uh, big bruises developing because I'm going at it a bit too much. <laughs> Mate, take us through your week. On a way to winning your maiden title, you had to go through some of the biggest names in the sport. As I said before, Barry Lester you had to defeat. You had to then front up against Aaron Tease, the defending champion, in the final, you held your nerve after being blown away in the first set, clawed your way back into it, and in the end, you played some incredible clutch shots to secure your, your maiden championship. What a week. Uh, definitely. Uh, it's been an absolute blur of a week. Uh, you know, just completely action-packed. And uh, what what can I say? Um, to, you know, to basically play uh, against, not even just to, to beat them, um, they're, they're incredible uh, people as well as bowlers, so both uh, TZ and, and Barry, and not to mention uh, Dane and, and Max, who I also played on the way through. Uh, yeah, it was it was uh, one of those, uh, I suppose, just a tournament to, we, to me where I was, uh, uh, you know, they're all close matches. You're not even really sure at any point that you're necessarily going to get through any of those matches to make it through. But, hey, here I am. Here you are indeed. Um, I, I want to get to, I suppose, the a little bit about Aaron in just a minute, but this is the second time you competed in the event. On the the first time you competed at the indoors, um, you're actually knocked out in the first round. So this is a, a big, big reversal of fortune for you. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, so that that time, um, what can I say? I was playing against a, a very informed uh, Curtis Hamley who was playing at the, uh, the same bowls club as me. I think he ended up uh, making it all the way through to being a uh, runner-up. And I think that was one of the years that uh, Jeremy Henry won the title. So um, what can I say? Obviously, this time around, um, yeah, um, just made it quite a lot further. I want to speak to you about Aaron Tease because from what I understand about you uh, as a lawn bowler, you're very methodical. 
You're very considered, very calculated. You're a thinker of the game and you're a planner in terms of how you want to bowl and, and the way you want to bowl. I spoke to Aaron Tees last week, who is a lot more, I suppose, rock and roll than all that. He says he doesn't like to overthink it. He likes to just step out there and what will be will be come what may. So two completely contrasting styles. And I asked him this. I said, well, if you come up against someone who is very methodical, very calculated, very prepared, is that going to be a danger for you or will your style overcome? And he said, we'll just have to wait and see. In the end, the meticulous one, the methodical one, uh, wins in the end. What's it like playing against a guy who does it all on feel, uh, all on instinct? Uh, It's very different, I suppose. I mean, uh, I suppose most of the people that I would actually play against would play it mostly on instinct and on feel, uh, just under any sort of normal basis. But uh, the difference with Teasy would just be that he's, uh, you know, he's completely and absolutely, uh, uh, you know, a top-class talent. Uh, and sometimes I think he uh, he puts it a little bit on as well because, I mean, having, having had a bit of a chat to him, uh, you know, after the game and before the game, I think he probably does put a bit more thought into it than he actually lets on. Um, he might not just be aware of the fact of the, the fact that he is actually doing that. So was there a point in this game where you thought, I can, I can take this guy? You, you, you forced a tie break, uh, and obviously you hit those clutch shots, but you ended up winning uh, 2-10, 15-9, 3-1. Was there a moment where you thought, I think I've got him? Uh I suppose I don't really think like that during uh, a match anyway. I suppose for me, it's more about uh, I'm definitely focused on my own game. Uh, I set myself uh, goals during uh, every single match to try and actually achieve. Uh, so, you know, a certain number of bowls within both a, a mat length of the jack and a mat width. Uh, so I suppose in, in that way, for me, it allows me to take the pressure off myself because I'm not necessarily out there just to beat my opposition. I'm also trying to... Uh, beat myself really and uh, trying to improve upon uh, what I'm actually doing and it means that you know win or lose uh, you can always take something away from the match now it's a it's a fascinating I suppose road to the final that yourself and and Jen Delves had I'm going to be chatting to her a little bit later in the show but by both of you winning you'll now represent Australia in the singles and mixed pairs at the newly created World Bowls Indoor Championship this is a, an enhanced version of the existing World Cup. It used to be staged in Warilla, uh, historically staged in Warilla. You guys will play in that after both securing your maiden indoors, but you both had to overcome a big deficit early and you both had to beat, I suppose, a superstar and, and a legend of the sport. It's incredible how both your runs mirrored each other, really. Oh, definitely. The, uh, the matches were uh, very, very similar. Uh, and I can I can definitely say that you know being out there uh, in terms of actually uh, being in that situation, uh, I suppose for me it was I'm not sure about Jen, but for me it was just a matter of uh, as I said, just a, applying my game plan, applying what I knew I could do, playing the bowls I knew I could, and uh, you know just trying to push out of my mind what happened in the first set, and uh, basically just trying to stick to my, stick to my guns, stick to what I knew would work. So, but the the coming up uh, world um, events, which I've I've only just found out a few details about it recently. Couldn't say that I'm uh, any more excited to actually be taking a part of it. Uh, sounds absolutely fantastic, and I'm sure I'm going to have to play against a whole lot of, uh, you know, a lot more uh, world talents that's out there. Well, I'm sure you'll do yourself and and the Jackaroos in the country very very proud. Hey, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. You're a member at the Middle Park Bowls Club. What's your Monday to Friday? 
your nine to five, and and how did you get into the world of lawn bowls? Oh, so um, my nine to five, I suppose. Well, the main part of my uh, my nine to five would be I'm, I'm basically a, in the superannuation industry. So I work in a, uh, a call center. I'm a superannuation advisor, which is the poor cousin, I suppose, to a financial planner. Um, <laughs> that's pretty. That is pretty much my nine to five. Um, I suppose I do. Um, uh, I am basically Middle Park's uh, head coach. So the rest of my week, I suppose, would be focused on usually. Uh, over the, 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 the pennant months, uh, just trying to uh, organise the teams, uh, do the uh, the weekly coaching, uh, you know, helping the members of the club, uh, and then I suppose you know if I if I possibly have any uh, any other time, I try to chill out. I suppose with my partner Tara, uh, just just basically relax as much as I can after usually what is uh, quite a busy week. And how did you get into lawn bowls? Oh yes, uh, in terms of lawn bowls, I think I was. Uh, 10 years old. So I've been playing now for about uh, 26 years. Wow. Uh, when I was when I was uh, 10 years old, my mother thought, thought it would be a great idea for the family to, to head along to a, an open day at St. Kilda Bowls Club, which is the, uh, the first club I started at. And um, I, I basically just went along and took part. The, the first bowl I ever put down from memory and from feeling was, uh, I think, a resting toucher. Uh, oh, wow. Point, yeah, after that point, though, I'd probably say for at least the next uh, three to five years, I didn't put another resting budget down. But Don't uh, ever add it, that it, part it, to the story again, uh, Rob. Just stick with the first part. <laughs> Don't let the truth get in the way of a great story. So you're a prodigy early, and you've gone on to, to do some great things. <laughs> oh, and, and what can I say? At the very least, it got me addicted to the sport. So ever since, uh, you know, all I've really wanted to do is uh, go out there and, and play bowls. Uh, it's what I love doing. Uh, it's what I love doing at a, a social level as well as competing. So it, it's uh, it's now firmly uh, in my blood. I think. So what can I say? Well, Robert, congratulations again. Your maiden Australian indoor championships in the men's. Uh, Robert Briglia, Middle Park Bowls Club. Mate, good luck at the World Indoors as well. And we'll follow it with great interest. Thanks for having a chat to us on Without Bias. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Great to chat to Rob. Coming up a little later in the show, we'll catch up with the Women's Indoor Champion for 2019. Jen Delves will join us. But it's now time for our Forever Young segment on Without Bias. All thanks to Tobin Brothers Funeral celebrating lives. Now, on the weekend, on the Bowl show that airs every Sunday at 3 p.m. on SBS, our man Jack Heverin spoke to the wonderful Betty Collins. Now, Betty has a long list of achievements in the world of lawn bowls, include being honoured with an Order of Australia medal in 2002, President of World World Bowls, Life Membership of World Bowls, Bowls Australia and Bowls Victoria. She was in the inaugural BCIB Bowls Australia Hall of Fame inductees and a president of Bowls Director and Selector at the North Bourne Bowls Club. That is a very long resume, Betty Collins. It almost took up most of her interview to read it out. <laughs> well, I've been around a long time, Sam. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your Bowls journey. Well, I started in 1971, which is eons ago, uh, in Adelaide at Lockleys Club. Um, then I was overseas. My husband was appointed there and played in Surrey for four years on very different greens to mm. Lockleys. And then we came back to Melbourne to live and uh, joined Auburn Heights as it was in those days. But even that, that was 78, so that's a long, long time ago. What uh, What's the one achievement that stands out to you the most in amongst all those, the one that you're probably most proud of? Oh, 
Well, I've always enjoyed all I've done, but I guess being um, um, elected president of the Unified World Body was uh, something that was a um, great pleasure to me and a lot of reward. Um, I felt very strongly about unification and uh, was very much in favour of it. And uh, to have been um, a mere woman um, as uh, president of that was a great thing. And all presidents like to, in all walks of life, like to look back at their time in office and point to one thing they think that established their legacy and something they left behind. What was it for you that you were able to accomplish in your time that still resonates today? Um, Well, I think the unification process, and I was involved in that because I was appointed to represent the women of the Southern Hemisphere on the steering committee there. And I think that's the thing that has given me the most satisfaction, certainly in recent times. But over the years with... President of both um, or the as Victorian Bowling Women's Bowling Association and uh, Bowls Australia. You know, it's, there's always something that comes up, um, and I was involved also with the uh, unification at national level a long time ago. Now, um, great challenges, but very rewarding to see them come to fruition. Well, Betty, the sport owes you a debt of gratitude, and I know you're still involved today as a selector at North Borwin Bowls Club. Thank you so much for giving us some time and without bias, and thank you to everything for everything that you've done uh, to the great sport of lawn bowls. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Sam. It's been a great pleasure for me. been a way of life, and I've enjoyed it. Oh, you're an absolute star. Betty Collins, uh, our forever young uh, highlight for this week on Without Bias. All thanks to Tobin Brothers Funeral, celebrating bowlers' lives every day. Don't forget to visit tobinbrothers.com.au for their bowls membership offer. Still plenty to come on Without Bias. Up next, we'll speak to Genevieve Delves, who was the winner of the 2019 Australian Indoor Championships last week at Tweed Heads. That's up next on Without Bias, SEN. From the wide outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias with Sam Hargraves. Welcome back to Without Bias. Sam Hargraves uh, delving into the wonderful world of lawn bowls. And we just spoke a little earlier to the men's Australian indoor champion for this season, uh, Robert Briglia. And now... We're speaking to the women's champion of the 2019 Australian Indoor Championships uh, up at Tweed Heads last week. Fantastic tournament. Genevieve Delves has won her maiden indoor title and she joins us on Without Bias. Jen, congratulations. Are you still over the moon? Thanks, Sam. Um, I, I don't actually think the penny has dropped yet. I'm, I'm still just getting over the fact that I think I just managed to scrape over the line of a really hard game. But, um, yeah, I'm sure it'll sink in in, in due good time. So take us through that week and, and the performance uh, to, to get into that final. You defeated six-time winner Karen Murphy, which you must sort of scratch yourself in that. You know, the Lawn Bowls royalty. Tell us a, a, about that moment and, and I suppose the, the build-up to the final because it, it wasn't easy. No, well, I guess the build-up to the final, I'd, I'd been doing it the tough way. Uh, I think there was only one game early on where I got out of the blocks well and the rest of the games I'd, I got out not quite so well and, and found myself in a, a, a couple of close tussles with tiebreakers and uh, I wasn't planning to yeah have that 
that start against um, Karen because with the class of player she is, um, she's she's not a multiple world champion uh, by luck. And, yeah, it didn't quite work out that way. So you're speaking, of course, I mean, at the, the, the start of this year were 0-10, 10-3, then 5-0. How did you sort of get your way back into this game? Look, to be honest, I, I think I got Karen. She was she was like a tropical cyclone on her way in. I, I, there was no stopping her. And um, I didn't actually feel I was playing too badly. She was just playing exceptionally well. And uh, I, I you know, knew with the blessing of, uh, of a set play is that I can, you know, you, you've got that clean start. And as soon as I, you know, was able to get the mat and uh, change the length and maybe get her out of her comfort zone a little bit, I, I needed to probably try and revert some of the pressure she was putting on me in that first set back onto her in the second. Been a pretty big year for you, Jen. Um, you were the uh, Australian Open Women's Pairs champion in June. Uh, and it's been a, a real steady rise over the past 12 months and now ranked number four in Australia. You, you must be really happy with how the year's gone. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a good uh, year. I think everything that's sort of happened over the last 12 months has been something that's been a slow and steady lead-up of, of work I've put in over the last, say, maybe two to three years. Um, you know, by, by all standards, I'm probably still relatively new to the sport and I, I'm only just sort of starting to feel I'm, I'm starting to hit my straps now, but I still feel like I've got a lot of improvement to go to. Jen, just, just with the, back to the what happened at Tweed Heads, it was fascinating to see that your, I suppose, road to becoming champion was very, very similar uh, to the winner of the men's champion, Robert Briglia, who also was um, winning his first title, coming up against a superstar of the sport, Aaron Tees. It's a little, it's a little um, eerie, isn't it, how similar the two stories are in terms of winning that championship last week? Yeah, most definitely. I'm not. Um, I, I know Aaron, and he's he's a tremendous player, and I haven't really had much to do with with Robert. But yeah, he had a he had a brilliant comeback as well. Um, I think from my perspective, though, like I've I've got a you know pretty you know extensive history in in you know different types of sports, and for me personally, I, I sort of felt that it was maybe my mental strength which was you know allowing me to just put that first set aside. And to yeah, dig deep, and you know, I'm, I've never been one to ever give up. Like that's, I, I don't roll over too easy. So, I knew I, if I got off to a good start in that second set, then I'd be able to give it a good shake in a tiebreak. You mentioned your background. Uh, not only did you used to play uh, rugby league, or, or rugby was it? I played rugby union. Rugby union, that's right. Years. Played for about twelve years, but you're also a firefighter. So, knowing when to quit's probably <laughs> not something you're too familiar with. No, and I think a lot of those things, they're, they're really quite transferable skill sets that you get. When you work in occupations where, you know, if, if you are in pressure situations, it's, you know, somewhat imperative that you're able to maintain a level of calmness and clarity. And, yeah, most definitely, you know, with my occupations, you know, in the fireys and, and prior to that, I was a copper. Um, it, it, it is something that, you you do learn is to how to you know lower your heart rate and just be calm and think about things and and become very task orientated and and for me you know my task orientation was to win the mat and um yeah just just try and get things on my terms again a little bit more so jen how does a former cop a current fiery and former rugby union star for 12 years become an indoor singles championship uh, indoor singles champion in lawn bowls 
it all started off with a Groupon. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have them down there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Day, I know what a Groupon it is. Was, it was a, it was a, I think it was about $15 bucket of Coronas and uh, lawn bowls and it was the middle of summer and we went down there for the Coronas and the lawn bowls was, you know, supplementary to yep. that. But um, I didn't keep going back for the Coronas as such, but um, I sort of found myself, especially with my work, I had a pretty nasty ankle injury a few years back and um, I needed to, to find a competitive tick but also not be a liability with my work. And, and that's sort of where, where lawn bowls came into it. So you go down there, and that's a ripping story, by the way. You go down there for a good time and, <laughs> and a couple of beers. You end up falling in love with it. What was the pathway then that you sort of undertook? Did someone sort of re- recognise some talent that you were showing out there in the barefoot bowls? Did, they, did you seek someone out? Or how did it get rolling to the point where you started competing properly? Look, I don't know if it was the regular porch monkeys down at Mona Vale who were, you know, keen to just increase their membership. So, you know, whether they said, oh, you know, you've got a bit of talent and they say that to the next person who rocks up with their group on, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I I did enjoy that. And, yeah, I used to be a a golfer as well and a greenkeeper. And so I've I've just always had that, you know, um, I I guess a bit of an inclination to be drawn towards, you know, certain sports that have like a fine motor skill attached to them as well. And, being a bit of a Virgo and a perfectionist, I, it, it irritated me when I wasn't getting the, the ball next to the jack. And so I just had to, you know, try and try and get a bit better than that to satisfy my own OCD. So when so you start training, did you did you action the, the help of a coach? Did you seek out some mentoring or, you know, how did you get to a point where you went, OK, now I'm, I'm good at this and I'm actually going to start competing in this? Yeah, I, I was just basically a couple of club coaches, a couple of the co- blokes down at Mona Vale. Um, but then I it, I think I'd been playing about a year and a half and I managed to fumble my way into a uh, final for the champion of club champion singles. And I came up against my, my good friend, old Natasha Scott. And um, yes. from that day, we, we sort of clicked and we maintained contact because, you know, I'd worked out she was a pretty good bowler. And yeah, she's a star. I, you know... She is, she goes all right. So I contacted her and sort of wanted to learn how to get better. And, and that was, you know, how that pathway started. And when she, you know, learnt that I was, you know, probably happy to be on the move to improve my bowls, she invited me to come up and play with her. And I figured that was a pretty good offer. Uh, have you ever come up against each other in competition? Oh, look, we don't talk about this, Sam. We oh. uh, came up against each other. <laughs> I prefer to be playing with her, but, uh, yeah, we came up against each other in the district singles final this year. And? So, yeah, we... Look, yeah, I, I don't like talking about it, but, yeah, I, I managed to I managed to knock her off, and it was the first time that I have beaten her. Yeah. Um, but I didn't necessarily enjoy the experience because I know she doesn't like losing as much as I do. So it was, it was a pretty sombre win from my part. Yeah, but you guys have uh, had a bit of success uh, playing together? Yeah, we have. Um, I think a lot of it goes comes down to as well is is we actually I I don't like letting my friends down. Um, mm. And when I'm playing with Tash, I take that responsibility quite seriously. And I don't like leaving her in positions where you know life is made hard for her. And I think that's you know just a respect that I've developed for her over the years um, through playing with her and. 
Yeah, she she knows my game. I know her game, and um, yeah, we have we have had some good results. Uh, Jen, before I let you go, the the I suppose the other upside of this is not only winning the singles indoor championship. It's the fact that you'll actually represent Australia in the singles and in the mixed pairs with Robert, who I spoke with earlier, um, in the newly created World Bowls Indoor Championships. Now, this is an enhanced version of the existing World Cup. So that's a really big stage and a fantastic new tournament. So you must be excited about that. Yeah, excited and curious at the same time i Mm. I think you know myself and robert obviously got lucky in in being the first you know ones to be able to experience this new format um absolutely thrilled is is going to be something that i I think will definitely come and i I think leading up to that i'll probably have to you know speak to a few people who might be able to you know lead me in the right um direction in terms of my preparation for that because I, i definitely don't want to go over there and uh yeah be be undercooked for that I'm sure you'll do yourself. I'm sure you'll do the team. I'm the Jackaroos and, and the country very proud. And congratulations again on being the 2019 Australian indoor champion, the women's champion, uh, Jen Dells from Raymond Terrace Bowling Club in New South Wales. Uh, you're a star. Thanks for giving us some time on Without Bias. Thanks, Sam. Have a good one. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.